What's up, guys? Max here back with a brand new episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. I hope you're all doing great out there, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope you're having a great, fantastic day. I am out here in Oceanside, California, and I am super excited for today's episode because I have so many cool things to bring you guys. This is going to be a very interesting episode because we're going to be doing some serious reacting. We're going to be doing some reacting to some really cool stuff, including, and much to my surprise, just before this show started a couple hours ago, the trailer dropped for the greatest beer run ever movie, which I'm beyond excited about. I'm over the moon about it, and I have a bunch of cool stories for you guys, too. And then we're going to be reacting to other videos, too. We're just going to be reacting on top of reacting on top of reacting because it's Wednesday, and I thought we should have some fun. What's up, everybody on the podcast, and what's up, everybody in the chat, Eviana, Harry Lime Pie, and everybody else out there who hasn't had a chance to check in yet. It is great to see you. Larry D., I hope you're out there, too. I want to just, again, follow up with a big thank you to Harry Lime Pie, who yesterday gifted five memberships to some of the OG regular listeners to the Scuttlebutt Show, and I hope you guys uh, find a way to continue with those um, with, with those memberships as time goes on. So if you guys are ready Let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into the first story of today, which is this one. Death of U.S. soldier in Germany being probed by Army crime investigators. Well, that's not good, is it? We've got a soldier who, under mysterious circumstances, seems to have passed away in Germany. And uh, and I hope we can get somebody investigating on this. Here we have a photo of PFC Denisha Montgomery holding a machine gun with her trigger on the finger, maybe foreshadowing to some uh, unfortunate incident that were that she was going to, you know, have happened to her, sadly. The death last week of a soldier assigned to a military police unit deployed to Wiesbaden has sparked online claims of foul play. You know, it seems like more and more the uh, the the families of military members who've had something bad happen to them have to resort to social media in order to seek some sort of answers or investigation to the to the whereabouts or whatabouts of their of their loved ones. PFC Denisha Montgomery assigned to the 139th Military Police Company was found unresponsive Wednesday in a room at Clay Caserne, according to a statement issued Sunday by U.S. Army Europe and Africa. Montgomery had deployed to Germany from Fort Stewart and was scheduled to return with the unit at the end of September, so right at the end of her deployment. She was instead found deceased in her uh, in her barracks room. The Army's Criminal Investigative Division is looking into the circumstances of her death, according to U.S. Army Europe. We take any and all accusations regarding this incident seriously and request everyone refrain from posting unsubstantiated information to social media platforms. I uh, I guess I don't feel like they should. I guess uh, you can never really get past the Vanessa Guillen thing, can you? If you're the army, you can never probably ever get past the Vanessa Guillen situation. And I think you kind of have to accept that forever uh, you're going to have lost the faith of the families involved in uh, with their loved ones if something happens to them in the military, as you should, as, as they as they should. Frankly, the, the the way that I see it, I remember right because I have a memory. I actually uh, pride myself on remembering important things and not allowing today's news to erase yes, yesterday's history to to refresh me that. Uh, in fact, the Army posted a story saying that the biggest failure 
in their whole Vanessa Guillen investigation was how their PR division handled it. And, and remember, you guys remember that if you watched, been watching the show and listening for a while, they said, yeah, you know, if we could do anything different, we would have handled the PR differently. Another thing about that is that when outside investigators came in, they said, you know what? Any competent investigator would add this case solved within a couple of days. That was their conclusion. And if you guys haven't listened to the show for a while, you remember we've covered that stuff. And frankly, to be honest, that is really disturbing. And if I was the family of any service member, I mean, my wife is in the service. If something happened to her, I would, God forbid, ever. But if something did, I would never, ever, ever just trust that the military is doing their part. Absolutely not. We got to learn from previous mistakes. Got to. So should family member refrain from posting online information or trying to seek answers? No. Should they lie maliciously? Of course not. It's got to be some amount of, you know, you got to do your own onus. We're still trying to figure out what happened to that specialist out on the East Coast who was found decapitated on a camping trip. They pretty much, you can pretty much know that the people who were with him were involved and they just can't figure anything else out about it. A GoFundMe campaign was started Friday by Crystal Dye under the title Justice for PFC Denisha Smith. A lot of GoFundMe starting with justice for, and that's a shame. Dye, who did not describe her connection to Montgomery, describes the soldier as a 27-year-old mother of three young boys. Damn, you go on deployment, you're a mom. You can't wait to come home and see your family, and uh, and I guess you just she never will. In addition, Michelle Lynn Espinosa, who identified herself as Montgomery's aunt, wrote in or aunt. I don't know how. How do you guys say it? wrote in a public Facebook post that Montgomery had been attacked by other soldiers two weeks before her death. And there you go. That's the stuff that the Army wouldn't want you to know. She added that for unknown reasons, Montgomery wanted to wait until she got back to Fort Stewart before filing a full report. Diane Espinosa were not immediately available for comment Monday. U.S. Army Europe officials on Monday declined to disclose a preliminary cause of death or any further details on the case citing the ongoing investigation. So absolutely disturbing story there, and I hope that some uh, action is taken or some answers begin to come out for the family there because that's absolutely a disgrace. And if it's true that she had been attacked by other soldiers, just, you know, I jokingly just a couple days ago said, watch out for your battle buddies at the best squad competition. You don't got to watch out for the enemy. You got to watch out for your battle buddies. And time and time again, it's like, I guess I'm not joking. I guess there's nothing funny about that. It's all true. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Oh, man. Absolutely crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Yes, sir. Hello. Justin, what's up? Always remember, never forget. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and we're going to, speaking of reacting to a lot of videos today, we're going to be reacting to something that uh, Justin sent me, which uh, I'm really thankful for. I had to put in today's show because it uh, it was just too funny to, uh, to ignore. So we're going to be talking about that too. Now, uh, before we start reacting, before we spend the most of this episode reacting to awesome stuff and having a good old time, um, we got to talk about something that's been going... By the way, guys, the story after this story is is amazing, and I don't want you to go anywhere because I don't want you to miss it. It's going to be a, a real joy. I got a real joy and a treat for you guys. So here we have um, more and more... The military in the last mm, two years has been getting called up to do things that they just aren't used to doing. Uh, just weird stuff. As things in the country seem to go sideways around every corner, um, who's there to save us? The National Guard. National Guard's been called up in West Virginia to staff, guess what? 
jails. So now they're staffing jails. They're staffing schools. They're staffing hospitals. They're staffing the border. And now they're staffing jails. They're saving people from acts, you know, acts of God around the country. And now they're protecting people in jail. Or maybe based on recruiting numbers, they're just in there to secretly recruit the next Jason Bourne type specialist working yeoman admin department individual because they just can't get anybody in the army right now. It says here, West Virginia National Guardsmen now have a new job working in jails and prisons. Thanks to Task and Purpose for covering this. The new gig is thanks to an order from Governor Jim Justice. Imagine that. Imagine your governor's name is Jim Justice and you get called up to work the jails. It's like, is this, are we watching a cartoon here? Who issued a state of emergency to address labor shortages among corrections officers and other staff at the facilities? Corrections officer, incredibly difficult job. I did that in Afghanistan, the military version of that for detainees. And I'll just say, uh, I've got a lot of respect for people who work in a whole life of career of doing that stuff. Absolutely challenging work. More than 50 National Guardsmen will fill in for administrative roles starting this month following an orientation on August 27th. You know they're going to be pepper spray happy over there. They're going to say, hey, I'm a, I'm a PFC in the Army, and, and you want me to work in this jail, and you're giving me a, a, the bear canister of pepper spray? All right, I got this. The dozens of soldiers and airmen are volunteers. The deployment to the operational field of West Virginia prisons is slated to last as long as a year. Make that money. The length of the state of emergency, it's currently unclear what units the volunteers came from. I wonder if one year is the maximum time that that Governor Jim Justice is authorized to make a state of emergency. I'm not sure. According to the governor's office, the staffing shortage is serious in the state's eastern panhandle region. Justice singled out two examples there where a regional jail had a staffing vacancy rate of 64 percent and a juvenile center had one at 61 percent. That's means you're, you're, you're staffed at one-third of what you should be, kind of like the military right now. It's really important that we do this right now. We're going to end up with a bad situation. It could end up really bad, Justice said at a briefing on the, order of the, on the order, a briefing about the order on Thursday, August 11th. Imagine that. Uh, we got a bad situation, and if we don't do anything, it could be bad. Governor out. That's, uh, that, those are inspiring words right there. The deployment order comes after the state legislature failed to approve a locality pay raise for the corrections officers. I bet it's co- I bet it ends up costing them more now. You know, the cost of living's going up everywhere. It's not a good time to be in law enforcement and people need more money and they asked for more money. You didn't give it to them and what do you got? Staffing shortages and what does that end up costing you? Now, your whole National Guard has to get active, you know, 100 people from your National Guard have to get activated believe that they're going to be spraying a lot of ankles, getting seen about a lot of dental issues, all that stuff, because when they're active on National Guard, they get all that health care, and it's going to end up being quite costly, I I suspect. So as always, you know, you gamble, you roll the dice when when you see a potential hazard and you try to take a shortcut or you try to get away, you know, skim a few bucks off the top of that uh, bottom line, and you end up paying for it in the end. If you don't have the money to do it right, you better have the money to do it twice. That's what I always say. Always remember, never forget. And let me know what you guys think about that in the comments section. Want to hear it? I want to hear it. I got to say, listen, pod, people on the podcast, it is very quiet out there in the, uh, in the chat. I'm wondering where everybody is. It's a very quiet day in the chat. We've had very active days in the chat recently. And today we're having a very quiet day, which I'm curious about because... We have such an awesome episode. It is such an awesome episode, 
and we have a quiet chat. So if you're out there listening right now live, I want to hear what you're thinking. Uh, if you're near a keyboard, if you're AFK, that's fine. I understand. But if you're near a keyboard, I want to hear your thoughts on uh, on these stories, especially, especially this next one. I'm telling you, this is a good one. This is a good one. Check this out. Do you guys remember this gentleman right here? Do you guys remember this guy? This is Zachary Barton. This is the veteran bodybuilder who claimed to be disabled so he could scam the VA out of over $200,000, nearly a quarter of a million dollars. And we have an update on this story right now. So Zachary Barton, U.S. Army veteran who falsely claimed PTSD and physical disabilities left him so weak he couldn't lift 10 pounds, but who remained a hardcore bodybuilder with the social media post to prove it will have to pump an iron in federal prison for at least 10 months. Let me do a, let me do my best impression of this guy. Walks into the VA office. Doctor, listen, I'm, I'm totally disabled from all the combat that I've been in. I, I can't get a boner. I, I can't do anything. And now look, you're going to prison 12 months as well as having to pay back the full amount of the money he unduly was stealing from the VA in the amount of $245,932, which is insane. He, uh, he was sentenced by the West Palm Beach Federal Court and pled guilty in May to one count of theft of government property. It says here, one inherent problem the VA must contend with is that it operates on an honor system with its veterans, a prosecution sentencing recommendation filing said. The VA will always err on the side of the veteran because its historical mission and purpose is to reintroduce the veteran into society after having served our country and make the veteran whole again if the veteran suffered any adverse effect while serving. As such, the VA offers health care and monetary compensation to veterans. The result is that some veterans can, and unfortunately some veterans do, take advantage of that practice. Yes, yes, you know, they do say, you might hear this, that when you go in for your VA disability claim appointment, it's the worst day of your life, right? It's the, you can barely move, you can barely talk, you're uh, on the verge of self-harm, all this stuff. Um, uh, and you know what I say to people is I say you should claim everything that's true and you should not lie. You should not lie. You should claim every single thing down to the most minute thing that is true, and you should not lie. But if it's true, claim it. I, I, I don't like this whole, oh, I'm not hurt that bad. Other people are hurt worse than me. I'm not claiming anything. I don't want to you know, take anything from the system. No. no, 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 no. You should. You enlisted or you signed up, you commissioned, you served honorably. You should 100% take all of your VA benefits because believe me, the military would have taken everything from you. But once you start to lie, and cheat the system? No, I can't support that one bit. So if you're going in there to try to scam out on disability and then go on unemployment and all this stuff when it's really not, you know, the truth for you, you're you're way overplaying it, 
just to get that money. Well, you know, potentially you're taking it out of somebody's pocket who really needs it. And you're creating a bad representation for the military. So when an actual disabled veteran goes in, you, uh, you, you get the treatment that they would give old Zachary Barton here, the bodybuilder who decided to skip leg day, as so many of them do. He's going for those swimsuit competitions, I guess. And he turned out to be a total fraudster. And he went to prison for it. So there you go. Sentencing. Follow up on that story. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments. Real crazy. Real crazy, Zachary Barton. Not good. You uh, you ended up um, making a fool of yourself and others. With that being said, let's just keep it moving. Rage guy, Zachary Barton sucks. Rage guy, what's up in the chat? There's a clown lens. Yep. I'm sorry if you lost my voice for a minute. I'm not sure what happened there. It should have been going out. Nuggets, what's up? Great to see you. Good. We got him, Nuggets says. It's great to uh, see you in the chat there. With that being said, I bring you guys to our first reaction video brought to you. I got to give credit where credit's due by Justin in the chat who sent me this. And it was so great that I had to put it in the show. This, this is a bear breaking into base. I don't think anybody can see me. <laughs> wow. Good for that bear. You know, good for that bear. Exposing the weaknesses. That's what the gentleman who stole the Humvee the other day was trying to do. Just trying to expose the weaknesses. Wow. And you know, that's barbed wire too. He's handling that. I wonder if their paws and, and uh, skin is just tough enough to go over that barbed wire. Look at how, how you, know he's you know he's heavy, but look at how gracefully he moves. Or he or she. I don't know. There you go. Secure your base. That is a Fox, Fox 35 Orlando video out of Tyndall Air Force Base in Panama City. Ah, Panama City. People jumping over the fences out there. Bears jumping over the fences out there. Somebody said here in the comments, I thought it was someone in a bear suit at first. Come on. No, you didn't. Stop it. No, you did not think it was someone in a bear suit. Whatever you thought it was, it is cute enough that it made it on the Scuttlebutt show today. I hope you guys enjoy that. I certainly did. I certainly did. I think that that's very cool. And I thank Justin for bringing that to us. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, I wish I had more to bring you guys from the best squad competition because I did uh, I did say we were going to be doing that all week. And we are. We're going to do it right now. But um, they, they really that's a dry hole out there. They really dried up like they've been doing this best squad competition. I don't know what happened to all the journalists out there, the the army journalist folks. I don't know what that MOS is exactly, but I guess they decided um, it wasn't worth uh, it wasn't worth the effort to post a bunch of videos. So they've only posted a couple um, for today. So let's jump over and see what's going on. I'm telling you guys, this this episode today is just all reactions. Let's see what's going on with the best squad competition from our favorite command sergeant major this is the command sergeant major talking about the best squad competition going on out there in fort hood hope everyone's staying safe
Good afternoon, Forces Command. This afternoon, I'm here at the Mystic, watching another one of our best squads go through a great competition. Looking forward to the outcome of this whole thing because all these folks have been working really hard to get after some great training, and they're going to be even better when they get back. Oh, man, you know it's hot in Fort Hood right now, and, you're, and you have to go run around with your gas mask on. Ooh, that sucks. That is the worst. When you have to put your mop gear on and go do something, Oh man, that really sucks. But at least they only have their masks on. They're not doing their full mop suit, but they have their masks on, helmets unhelmeted, unstrapped. So they're safe-ish. It's really more, that's really more of a stress test than anything at that point. Oh God, why did that happen? Back to their units. Freedom's Guardian. Freedom's Guardian. I love his sign off. Freedom's Guardian. We'll see. And here we go. We've got uh, one video from the best squad competition with PFC Self who puts the I in team, I guess with a name like PFC Self, where he talks about why he's competing in the best squad. So today was very interesting. We woke up at 4 a.m., had to get our bags ready and then leave via bus transport to get to an airfield and get inside the Chinook and drop out of that into a boat. And then from that boat, we were supposed to assault inward inland. And then from there, we received indirect fire. We received contact, had to respond to that contact, and also got rear contact. It was awesome. I loved it, but then the longer I was on that helicopter, I started to realize maybe I shouldn't have eaten so close to uh, getting on. Uh, it was great experience, though. This is a... You got to take your, your Dramamine. You got to take your Dramamine going on those helicopter flights. You don't want to be up there getting air sick. That sounds like a cool little battle problem. You get to go out there, fly around a little bit in a helo, which is always epic. You get to jump out, take a little boat ride, which is probably where I would have lost my lunch. And then you get to storm the beach, do a little OTB, and then you get to do a contact drill, you know, little IADs. And uh, yeah, sounds like a great day to me. The kind of a hodgepodge team that we have, but I'm really happy with it. And I think we've melded really well. Honestly, I just want to say, always like take the opportunity to go out there and do these kinds of things. They may seem terrible and they sometimes aren't the most fun at first, but looking back, the, every time I always look back and laugh and think that, that was great. Like That was just a great experience. I hope his mom has a photo of him on the mantle and it's a self on the shelf. He puts the self in team. Team teammate self. There you go. Team teammate self. So always take care of self at the end there. There you go. So the uh, the best squad competition is still going on. It doesn't sound like any of the soldiers are missing in action yet, which is good. Um, and I guess we'll stay tuned to find out who wins. I, I had such higher hopes. I had higher hopes. Backwards magazines, uh, you know, people getting lost on the land nav course, um, funny PT, maybe a dance competition would have mixed things up a little bit. But, you know, there's still a couple days left. So we'll see. And we'll find out who the best squad is. We will. We for, we've for sure, I promise you, will. You guys, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. I've got something big going on after the show today. I got something big going on after the show today. I can't tell you about it, but someone on watch is going to get a hell of a ripping into, Nugget says, after that bear snuck on the base. What would you even do? I guess you, gotta, you can't really uh, interfere with wildlife, so you got to let that bear go. Look out for that rear contact, Harry Lion Pie says. That's what she said. That is what she said. Too soon? He put himself, he puts himself self for others better self, Nugget says. That is a, 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 a word gymnastics that I was not ready for. Here's the deal. I am excited. I'm beyond excited. 
There is a movie coming out about what is for sure one of the most epic stories ever told. It's the greatest beer run ever. It is a story that I have heard told through articles. There's a book which I have not read, but I think I will read it before the movie comes out. The greatest beer run ever of a man whose buddies were all serving in Vietnam. And he said, you know what? You know, bring those guys a beer. From the streets of New York to the war zones and the jungles of Vietnam, he said, I'm going to bring those guys a freaking beer. And he did. And there's a story to tell about it. And thank goodness, thank goodness, the good people of Hollywood have graced us with a movie about this story. And we've heard the rumblings that this movie's being made. We've talked about it on this show. Hey, they're making a movie. They're blah, blah, blah. They're doing a movie. But I didn't know when it was going to come out. I didn't know if it was ever going to come out. You never know. These things sometimes get shelved. But now we have an official trailer, a first look at the film, the movie, the narrative adaptation of the greatest beer run ever. And I've got it for you guys right here. So this is I, Navy veteran, react to the greatest beer run ever trailer. Let's do this. I'm going to Vietnam and I'm bringing a beer. September 30th. R, it's rated R. Are you ready? What are we doing? We're going to run for our lives. We're halfway home. Halfway? I'm Chicky Donahue, and I am not supposed to be in Vietnam. <laughs> hey, get your ass out of bed, you lazy bum. Look at you, sleeping your life away. Look at these scumbags. Hey, you're embarrassing yourself and you're embarrassing your family. Do these protesters not know that our soldiers see that on TV? Bill Murray. I'd like to go over to Vietnam, track down all the boys in the neighborhood and give them a beer. I could do that. Do what? Bring him beer. He's not serious. He's hammered. Look at him. The man's stone sober. That's his fifth beer, maybe. Tops. I'm going to Vietnam and I'm bringing him beer. Yeah! <laughs> hey, Chief. No chance you have a ship heading to Vietnam. 1,700 hours. Tonight? It's not going to be easy. But I'm going to show him that this country is still behind him. You're going to get yourself killed over there. It's like you said. Everyone's doing something. I'm doing nothing. One morning, Smuggling beer into a war zone. It's not the smartest thing I've ever heard of. It's certainly not the worst either. A new day, a new what if you start up here with Collins? <laughs> Just came to deliver a sudsy thank you card. And then, if you're still alive. You American? New York. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you can hustle down to Dugan. Ta-da! Tricky, I brought you beer. You shouldn't be here. You think this is funny? I'm not doing this for laughs. I'm doing it for all you guys. Come on, time to go. Is it over? Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> you don't get it, do you, chick? This isn't a John Wayne movie where you know the good guys are and you know the bad guys are. I didn't come all this way just to quit. Somebody's got to be here to see what's going on. I want the truth told for them. Just kids. You're gonna find out it's a lot harder to get out of a war than it is to get into one. I'm trying to show them that somebody back home is still behind them. You got a good heart, Chicky. It's your brains I'm worried about. 
Who's this hand job? It's my next door neighbor. He brought me a beer. Hey. September 30th, rated R. That means this movie is going to be pretty serious, you guys. Wow, that looks awesome. That looks great. I would love to hear what you guys think about that. That looks so good. Zach Efron, Russell Crowe, Bill Murray. I really like Zach Efron. I don't know. I like, I like Zach Efron a lot. I think he's hilarious. Oh, man, I cannot wait. And it's going to be on Apple TV, which means we're all going to get to see it. We're all going to get to watch it. If you have Apple, it's going to be streaming. You don't, you don't even got to get into the, uh, you don't even got to get into the theaters to go see it. We're about a month away. That looks great. I know that that one's going to make me cry. I know that I'm going to, I'm going to probably weep in that movie. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to see it. When that comes out, I'll bring you guys my review. I'd love to hear what you guys think. What do you think of the greatest beer run ever? That actual story is incredible. You, I mean, you can go look it up now. You can read the book. You can read the articles. You can read the synopsis on Wikipedia or whatever and find out how, what, how it went down. But it is about time to shine some public light on that story because that is incredible. Oh, man, I'm pretty pumped about that. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments down below. I would love to hear it. Oh, man. Harry Lime Pie dropping another membership. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Who'd that one go out to? That is epic. I can't I can't get over it. That is amazing. Dropping memberships left and right. I love that. Congratulations to whoever just got a membership. That's epic. Great. Great. Just great. Um, thank you, Harry, for your support. And uh, and I got your message. I read it and I'll get back to you. But talking to uh, that famous well-known corpsman. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, Nugget says, this looks effing sick. A.N., what's up? Says, while I was in Vietnam, some Marine ordered barbecue from his hometown. Somehow they got it delivered. Epic. I do remember people like Justin, my buddy Justin, used to go. They would fly into different places and bring back treats for everybody. And that's what heroes do. Hiram, what's up? Might have cost them a lot to get Russell Crowe to appear in it. Yeah, well, how about Bill Murray? How about getting Bill Murray in it? Um, looks great. Harry Lime Pie says that looks great. And says at least Vietnam movie that got the red dirt on the flak jackets. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, absolutely. That is, uh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to see it. Now I told you guys that there was going to be, uh, a, um, a really cool bunch of um, reactions today, which means that we are not done. We are not done reacting. Now I have a lot of catching up to do because I've been gone. A lot of catching up to do because I've been gone for almost three months, almost three months without a live. And there's a lot of serious stuff to talk about, but we're, we'll get back onto the serious stuff tomorrow. I want to keep it. I want to keep it light. I want to have a good time. I want to have fun. I want to have a good fun show. We talked about some serious stuff already. Eviana, was that movie based on a true story? Yes. Yes, it was. It was a true story. That was a very true story. And uh, and I encourage you to check out, there's a book on it. Um, you can check that out. But I, and I cannot, I've not read the book yet, but it's on my list and I cannot wait to see that movie. I do. I'm familiar with the true story because it's been told 
on interviews, been told on articles and stuff like that. But there's a whole book detailing everything about it and who these guys are. And now that there's going to be a movie, it's going to be just great. So while I was on my hiatus moving from Okinawa to Oceanside, California, home of Camp Pendleton, home of the Purple Hearts movie, um, there is a TV show called America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent is a pretty cool show. Despite, you know, when I think about America's Got Talent, hosted by Simon Cowell, um, I think about how that show really is built off the backs of people with probably severe mental illnesses who or were just willing to sell themselves to get on TV to make a fool of themselves while we all laughed at the weirdos who go try out for American Idol and all this stuff and we mock them and and, you know, they've really gotten away from that stuff. But let's just be honest. That's why American Idol took off in a lot of ways was the auditions were the best part. A lot of people have won American Idol, won these competitions, and then they just nothing never happens with them. They just disappear into the ether of of fame. And uh, and yeah, we're all probably guilty of that. But in, in like I said, it's it's gotten better. They've come a long way from that stuff. Um, now they have people on there who are talented and they don't make fun of people nearly as much or anything like that. And recently in this newest season, apparently there are a couple Navy veterans making waves with their incredible talent. Myself as a Navy veteran, I'm curious. Let's check this out and see what is going on on America's Got Talent with a couple Navy veterans who are, I don't know, maybe they're going to take the whole thing. Let's react to Navy veterans blow away the judges on America's Got Talent. Thank you. Tell me your name. Uh, I'm Gabriel Brown, and... I'm Nate Brown. Tell me about yourself. We're both Navy veterans, and... Uh, Thank you for your service. Hoo-yah! Hoo-yah! And we're, um, we're also autistic, so socializing is difficult, and this is kind of terrifying, really. Autistic? I mean, I know that it's a spectrum, right? But... That's crazy that they were in the Navy. Both of these guys were in the Navy and diagnosed with autism. Not before they joined the Navy, I'm sure, because they would have never gone in on a, on a waiver for autism, I don't think. Maybe somebody can help me out in the chat. But that's crazy uh, in a good way. Like they are functioning. They're overcoming it. They're doing well. All right. That must have been a, I would love to hear from some of their shipmates. If you know, if you served with these guys, I would love to hear what it was like. <laughs> My brother's more extroverted, so I let him do the talking. <laughs> Most of the time, high-functioning, I figure, means that we're good at pretending that we're normal. Oh, man. I don't like that word, normal. I don't either, because I've never met a normal person. Me either. I don't know what normal is. And what is the hope? That we can be a voice for and inspire people like us. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. So I have these cards. If I could bring them down to you, would that be okay? Yes. Thank you. This is how Nathaniel communicates. This is just an excuse to see you guys up close. You look amazing on my Okay. Um, these are character cards, and these are um, 
Shall I pass song cards. Now? And yes, if you could please select one of each. Oh, I know which one I'm keeping. <laughs> and then please place them on these easels that we made in my garage. Pick one yellow and one blue. Thank you. You put it here, so guys. So you guys know there's actually 576 possible iterations. So this is a little nerve-wracking because we have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, look at him. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Tiny Dancer, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> had a busy day today. Photograph and Donald Duck. Look at this photograph. Whoa. It makes me laugh. Why did our eyes get so red? And what rail is on Joey's head? Wow. <laughs> All right, Howie, drops of Jupiter and SpongeBob. Tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded? When heaven was overrated, tell me, did you fall for a shooting star? And what without a permanent star? <laughs> he said Patrick. Someone you loved, Simon Cowell. Another day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here oh, to get the feeling out. I let my guard down, and then you pulled the rope. I was getting kind of used to being someone to judge. You will be found, then flat. Well, that's perfect. Even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you, when you're broken on the ground, you will be found. So let the sun streaming in, you reach up and you rise again. That was incredible. That was incredible. What a voice. I, I mean, that guy could have been a professional singer it, it, singing anything. He didn't have to do impressions. He could have won this whole thing just doing regular singing. I'm blown away. 
I don't even know how to react to that. First of all, hoo Navy veterans, shipmates, Bravo Zulu, Bravo Zulu, uh, shout, Blue Jackets manual, shout out to those guys. But then, whoa, blew me away. Could you imagine being that guy's like chief? And you're like, hey, I need you to go swab the deck. And you're like, some kind of crazy SpongeBob or, or, or goofy accent, which I obviously cannot do. It's like, you can't add, that's the problem with people who can like really sing. They're, they'll charm you. Like you can't get mad at somebody who can sing. That's why all these uh, famous musicians, um, they, uh, they go off the rails with like bad behavior and stuff because um, all they have to do is sing for five seconds. And you're like, you know what? Forget it. You're, just go ahead, beat me up and rob me or whatever. Like your voice is just angelic. Holy smokes, that that dude can really sing. Like really, really. Well, okay. I, now I hope those guys win the whole competition. If you guys like that or whatever you thought about it. Also, what do you guys think about them having served in the Navy and having diagnosed with autism too? I think that I'm quite interested in that. They had autism. They served in the Navy. Let me know what you guys think about that. But then also... Uh, what did you think of the performance and should those guys win America's Got Talent? Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear it. Thank you guys. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. Um, epic. Absolutely epic. AN says Navy quality. Harry Lion Pie says very nice. Nuggets. That was awesome. Um, Justin says my reception is iffy, but pretty sure some of those pizzas we brought back had goats on them, not chicken. Yeah, that might be true. That might be true, but I like, I like goat. I, I ate some goat in Afghanistan that I thought was quite good. I'll eat that. I'll eat some goat. No problem. No problem. Too easy. Um, I'll tell you guys that, um, the reason, the reason that I found that video to share with you guys is because in fact, those brothers are apparently still in America's Got Talent. And they actually had a video come out today, a, another performance. And that one got me like, who are these veterans on America's Got Talent? I look it up and I find these other the, this other video of their first performance. And I'm not sure how many performances they've done. I guess now I have to kind of go dig and find it. But um, I have another video of theirs and YouTube might flag it because we're live and it might be like copyrighted or whatever. So, so, you know, be patient with me. If things get cut out or something like that, just know that I do this because I love you. Um, and as always, scuttlebuttshow.com. I got a brand new hydrate or die shirt available on there. You can become a member or a patron. It's a link. You check all that out in the description. Shout out to Harry Lime Pie, who's making people members left and right. Joining the members only club out there. Thank you so much. That is awesome. And let's go ahead. I got one more video to react to today. And if, if possible, if we can get through it and uh, and then we will send you guys on your way on this Wednesday on hump day. Hopefully we get through it. Hopefully it's all good. I, I do. I do hope so, because um, it will be really cool to be able to watch this performance. We've got two Navy veterans, right? We got two Navy veterans with autism on America's Got Talent whooping up on some competition. I think that they're absolutely incredible. Let's see this other performance. Let's see this uh, performance that they just had and see how good these guys really are. Are they one-trick ponies or can they do multiple uh, rounds of blowing our socks off with their incredible voices and musical talent? Um, 
Time will tell. We're about to find out. Let's jump in and react to uh, to this performance here. I'm I'm pretty blown away by these guys, both with their stage presence, and this is based off of not only just their great anyway, if there was nothing special to consider here, but also the fact that they have uh, announced that they are they are, they're on the autism spectrum just makes it even more incredible. So with that in mind, let's jump over and we'll react to uh, this this most recent performance from the Brown Brothers. I close my eyes and I can see a world that's waiting up for me. Mickey Mouse. Venom. Through the dark, through the door, through where no one's been before. <laughs> but it feels like Elmer's home. That's incredible. <laughs> they can see, they can see that I sound crazy, precious. All of They can say, they can say I've lost my mind. Come on, Shrek. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. So call me crazy. Go on. We can live in a world that we design. Oh, yeah. Cause every night I lie in bed, the brightest colors fill my head. A million dreams are keeping me awake. I think of why. A freaking backflip. Why even do a backflip? That's just incredible. These guys are insane. Give it up. This is the, this is the, uh, has to be, has to be the greatest singing act um, on the history of America's Got Talent. That's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. I, um... I hope that you guys got a chance to see that before uh, the the results of the show are out, and we'll find out if they um, if they got blocked or if they or, or if they got you know kicked off or whatever if they're still on there. But that's amazing, incredible. I'm absolutely blown blown away, blown away. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, just 
Brown Brothers, I hope you win the entire thing. Thank you guys for watching that. I really appreciate it. Stick around, catch another video like the other Brown Brothers reaction video, which is posted uh, that you guys can watch. And uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. That's the scuttlebutt. Um, so I guess uh, I'm looking at my, if you're listening on the podcast or listening to this on replay or on another platform, I'm looking at my YouTube stream right now. Uh, it looks like you got blocked by that uh, video, copyright infringement, which is the risk that I run um, doing this show live and reacting to stuff. Um, stupid America's Got Talent. But anyway, I'll wrap up the show there for today and we'll we'll move on and get you guys out of here a little bit early. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I really do appreciate it. It's always a joy to be with you. I'll be back tomorrow, Thursday, August 18th right here out of Oceanside, California, home of the movie Purple Hearts, as well as, you know, a little base called Camp Pendleton. With all that being said, I look forward to talking to you guys very soon. For now, that's the scuttlebutt.